Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Fire Inspired Young Apostolic Podcast, or FIRE for short. I am your host, Brother Matt Smith, and we're going to continue on with another episode um, on mountains. And uh, we um, are looking at mountains, and we uh, have been talking and discussing of what it's like to conquer something like Mount Everest and how we can relate this to overcoming our spiritual mountains in our lives. And, uh, in, uh, and Brother Matt understands that a lot of our uh, young apostolics out there and our youth um, have had to go back to school. And uh, from day one, um, you probably have had, probably have had mountains um, or you are trying to overcome your mountain from the summer, and and um, and so the, in this lesson we're going to be talking about um, setting up a base camp and um, being able to acclimate to the spiritual and church world. And uh, the main key text for um, this lesson is. Uh, is Second Corinthians, um, the fourth chapter, eight through ten. It says, "We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body." And uh, last week we talked about, uh, uh, you know, this verse just kind of just appears um, in there. And the reason for this was, according to Matthew Henry, uh, who was a a well-versed man in the scripture, and he he took the time to write explanations for us, uh, said that the apostles were um, great sufferers. And yet they they were met with wonderful support. Believers may be forsaken of their friends, as well as persecuted by their enemies. But our God will never leave us, nor forsake us. There may be fears within, as well as fightings without. Yet we are not destroyed. The apostle speaks here in this part of the scripture of the early church sufferings as a counterpart or or, um, as an example of the sufferings of Christ. And that we have to realize that, um, that the reason we go through things and the reasons we face mountains is so that people might see the power of Christ's resurrection and ability and of grace in and from living with Jesus. In in comparison with them, other Christians were, even at that time, even though they were being persecuted, they were still in prosperous circumstances. So uh, last week, or uh, last episode, I'm sorry, uh, we, we started out on the series of mountains and we talked about Uh, some of the different tools that people use to prepare uh, for something like climbing Mount Everest. And we also talked about the amount of training involved and uh, that it 
wasn't just a regiment, but it, it had to become a lifestyle to train for a climb of uh, such great magnitude, of such great importance. And it is not something that you just decide to do over the weekend. It is a commitment. It is a dedication. It is a consecration. And um, and those who have already listened to the, to the last episode, do you remember what our spiritual tools are? If you guessed right, it was prayer, fasting, and our Bible. The most important tools we can we can have uh, are those when we're facing a spiritual mountain in our life. And it is very, very important uh, that we know how to use these tools properly so that when the time comes, we are not like an inexperienced climber and stranded in the cold and deserted and basically are left up to the elements but instead like a seasoned veteran we are ready to conquer anything and be able to face anything and that we're not just surviving but we're thriving going up the mountain so that was last episode this episode we're moving on to part two we're going to title this episode base camp so once we have prepared, we have prepared and got the right tools, and we have um, created in our mind uh, a lifestyle or a dedication of I'm going to conquer this. Uh, we move on to the base camp, and this is where you get acclimated to the environment that you're in. You you see. Um, you see, even after your training in the high-dollar equipment that um, that costs more than cost more than what I make in a year, uh, <laughs> but um, after all that time of preparation, um, you can't just go right into climbing. Uh, you have to get your game plan together. You have to scout the weather. You have to get used to the surroundings and this takes time and patience you can't just step on on mount everest and say i'm climbing it you have to have a plan an option a an option b an option c well what happens if uh, and you got to have a what if um and you have to have a, a a what if type of attitude well what if um this side of the mountain is is too steep to climb. What side of the mountain will I have to move to in order to conquer it? And, and uh, like I said, it takes time and it takes much patience. And this is what a base camp is all about: getting acclimated. And because these lessons evol- uh, revolve around Everest, let's talk about two main base camps for this mountain. Everest Base Camp is either is either of the two base camps on the opposite sides of Mount Everest. It could also be any Everest Base Camp on a given route, but this is less common since the two main routes be- became standardized. The South Base Camp is in Nepal at an altitude of 
5,364 meters. Or, if we were to look at it in the U.S. standard, it would be 17,598 feet. And then on the other side, we have the North Base Camp. It is in Tibet. And it is at the altitude of 5,150 meters, or 16,900 feet. These camps are uh, rudimentary campsites on Mount Everest that are used by mountain climbers during their ascent and descent. So going up the mountain and down the mountain. They're pretty regularly. The southern base camp is used when climbing via the southeastern ridge, while the northern base camp is used when climbing via the northern eastern ridge. Supplies are shipped to the southern base camp by porters with the help of animals, usually their yaks. The northern base camp has vehicle access, at least in the summer months. Climbers typically rest at the base camps for several days for acclimation to reduce risk and severity of altitude sickness. First time or less experienced climbers will typically spend six weeks at the base camp trying out their equipment and training in an environment that they have never seen or have ever experienced before. You see, this is vital in order to have a successful climb. It doesn't matter how good your equipment is. The last thing you want to do is jump out on a mountain such as Mount Everest and have no idea where you're going. You don't know which way is up and which way is down. Which way you go to the top of the mountain or if you're heading just around the mountain. You got to have a game plan. If we all decided today that we were going to climb Mount Everest, we would look at a minimum of 12 months of training here just at home. And then on the additional side of that, we'd have to spend about another six weeks at the base camp. This means that at best, it would take you about 15 to 16 months just to step foot on the mountain from this day. And I know what you're thinking. That is an insane amount of preparation. I mean, that, that's just far out there. It's, it's, I don't even, I don't even think I even spend that much time studying. So I, I know what you're probably asking. How does this relate to us spiritually? How do we spiritually acclimate to the mountains that we're facing or that we're that we know that we're going to be facing or that we're that we're at at this moment according to the dictionary.com acclimation is defined as to accustom or to become accustomed to a new climate or environment it simply means to adapt and if we're going to adapt to our climate our mountain that's that spiritual trial that we may uh, face in the days to come or that we are facing now we are going to have to 
be a part of it. You don't get used to negative 30 degree weather by hanging out in Alabama during the summer. You don't acclimate to the things of God by staying home from church. You don't get stronger in your walk with God by by being around by not being around his presence. You see, at base camp, you try out your new tools and make sure you know how to use them. How does this apply to us? Well, at church we lift up our hands and we worship. We open up our mouth and sing. We clap our hands in praise and we participate. You won't go all the way to Everest Base Camp just to hang out in a tent for six weeks. So why do we come to church and just sit there on a pew saying, I'm going to take the mountain just by sitting. You see, if we're going to go stronger and go harder in the things of God, then we must exercise in the Holy Ghost. We must put our spiritual tools to use and to the test. We need to get acclimated to the things of God. It needs to become a second nature to us because it needs to be so ingrained in us. It becomes a way of life. It becomes a lifestyle. It becomes everything that you can focus on is to overcome mountains. It's something that you don't have to just think about. It becomes something that that thinking has nothing to do with it. You just do it. It becomes muscle memory. You see, Hebrews 10 and 25 puts it like this. It says, Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves, as the manner as some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. You see, what that's trying to tell us is you don't climb a mountain alone. And much like that, we don't do church alone. There's strength in numbers. So what happens if we don't acclimate to our situation, to the mountain that we're about to face, or to the mountain that we are in at the moment? If you rush in unprepared and underestimating the enemy, and yes, the mountain is the enemy, it's not going to end so well. You see, Matthew 17, 19 through 21 puts it like this. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said why could not we cast him out referring to the devil in in a lad and Jesus said unto unto them because of your unbelief for verily I say unto you if ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed ye shall say to this mountain remove hence to to yonder place and it shall Remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. And then he ends it with the 21st verse, which goes on to say, Howbeit this kind goeth not, not out, but by prayer and fasting. You see, what Jesus was trying to tell the disciples was that slow and steady wins the races. Slow and steady is how you climb a mountain. 
You don't get ahead of yourself. God works in due time. And when we try to get ahead of God's schedule, that's when we fail. Take time to get acclimated to the things of God. Find a way to get involved in church. Use your talents and the abilities for the good of the kingdom of God. Please don't just sit in a chair and watch everyone else be used of God and get out there and do some climbing yourself. The more you participate in church, the stronger you get. And the stronger you get, the more you will grow spiritually. So, let's put things in the right perspective. First, we gather our tools. Those tools are prayer, fasting, and the Bible. Then next, we train with those in our personal time. And get get familiar with our tools. Then we train with them daily. And grow closer in our relationship with God. Then we take our training and our tools and we move into base camp. We set up our tent and we start acclimating to our new environment. You do something differently at base camp than when you are at home. You start to adapt and forget some of the old ways. It's no different when we begin to adapt to our church's environment. We start leaving some old things at home that we no longer need. We leave distractions behind and focus on the important things. We begin to let God change our life. And before before too long, we are getting ready to start climbing our mountains that are fate that are in front of us. So as we finish up this episode, of our, mount, of our mountain experience. I would like us to just stop and think. Of if we were at base camp. Would we not take some extra time. To be prepared. And you might say, well, how do you do this spiritually? By coming a little early and spending some extra time at the altar. By participating when the pastor says, stand and raise your hands. and You see people shouting and jumping and worshiping. Participate. As the music begins to play, don't just sit there like a bump on log, but join in, sing, and worship. I don't know all the words I've heard some say. That's okay. Mumble along until you until you figure out what the words are.
You see, we shouldn't pay attention to what is going on around us and what people are doing around us. Because then our focus is all on them. But our focus should be on God. That's the whole base camp experience. You and God. I feel like sometimes that we as young people, even as us adults, we, we struggle in getting acclimated to the things of God. And I can only speak from experience, but there are times that I've come that I felt a little out of place at church. I didn't feel like raising my hands or singing. Why? Because I was distracted in the, in the things that that I was caught up in. I, I saw something. I, I heard something. I, I was extra tired. I... Um, Maybe I, I I had gotten into an argument on the way to church, and that distracted me. You see, when we come to church, it is not a time to worry about what's going on at home, what's going on in our life, what someone else might be thinking about us, but it is a time that we focus on our personal walk with the Lord. It is a time that we open up our ears and say, Speak, Lord, thy servant listens. It is a time to focus on that one-on-one time between you and God. So with that being said, I'd like to leave you with this one last remark. The next time you go to a church service, whether it be a youth service or whether it be a Bible study or or whether it just be a Sunday morning or a Sunday night or, or a midweek service or a revival service, as you're getting dressed and as you're getting prepared and ready to go, make up in your mind that when you get there, you're going to set up a base. You're going to set up a base camp. You're going to set up a place that you can get acclimated to God. That you're going to set up a place that when you get to church, that you're not going. To, you're not going to be inexperienced, but you're going to be ready to listen, to be ready to adapt to what God has for you. You see, when we adapt, we become more like an environment, more like a person, more like whatever situation we're trying to adapt to. And we as Christians, we're trying to become more like Christ. And how do we do that? By acclimating, by 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 getting us prepared to be more like Christ.
that's all the time we have today. I hope that this uh, this lesson has helped you as you are as we are talking about mountains and how uh, it is important to overcome them and and what do we do when we're faced with them and how do we prepare for them and uh, I hope and pray that that we each, uh, including um, me. Uh, me, myself, my I can take time to set up a base camp every day. Not just every day, but when I come to church, I'm ready to become more like Christ. That I decrease so that Jesus may increase in my life. I'd like to thank you again for listening to this uh, podcast episode and um, tune in next episode. As we continue our our uh, lessons and series on mountains, and uh, you never know, it might just be the right episode for you. God bless. Have a great day.